This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, Tinsley Law and Title, and Gibson Pharmacy. Their sponsorship allows me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by shopping these local businesses and by following each of their Facebook pages. Hello friends, this is Michael from Hannigan Media and I am in the office of Athens head football coach Zach Harrell. How are you doing today, coach? Doing good, Mike. Appreciate you stopping by. Um, Alright, so it's wet, it's gross outside. Um, what are you guys doing on days like that? You practice inside, you practice outside? No, we, we're going to practice outside. Uh, football, that's tough. Right. If, if, as long as there's no lightning in the area, we're, we're going to go outside. And we're going to fight through it and we're going to practice through the conditions and get better. Good deal. I like to hear that. Uh, I think that um, in our country right now, we've gotten to the point where I think some people think they're going to melt in the rain. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a little tired of that. Right. So, yes, sir. Uh, anyway, that's that's just because I'm old. Sometimes I feel like I should be standing outside screaming, get off my lawn and everybody <laughs> that comes by because I'm getting to that age. That's funny. Uh, all right. So last week we did not have the result that we wanted in Palestine. No, sir. Um, but I'm going to say something, and I know that uh, some of our followers are going to scream at me and say I'm a homer. However, I didn't think the game was as bad as the score. Um, and I, I'm just going to say before I get first half, the difference, three turnovers, in two of them in the red zone, one of them in their territory right. versus they had two big plays. They killed you. At that point, now you're playing catch-up. Game is totally different. Right. But in that first half, it was a lot closer. Yeah, it was. And, you know, the really the difference was two things. You know, we got inside the 10 twice uh, and came away with zero points. Uh, and, you know, we, we on Monday sat down with our kids and showed them both those drives. And, you know, and, and all really it was is just, Lack of ex, lack of consistent uh, execution, uh, and you know people want to people. All, everybody sees the drop passes, which that hurt us the other night. And we, you know, we dropped nine footballs uh, in our hands in that game, and you're not going to be good people doing that. But that that wasn't the only thing uh, that hurt us when we got inside the red zone. You know, we also we fumbled uh, five exchanges, uh, you know, in, in different areas and again you're just you know one of those we were first and 10 and we fumbled the exchange and now we're in second and 18 uh and you're not gonna against good people overcome those the consistent mistakes that we made the other night and so we we got to fix those things we got to do a better job as coaches of shoring that up and you know but like you said it was it really easily could have been 14 to 14 at halftime. Uh, you know, defensively, I thought we played pretty well other than giving up some big passes. Uh, and, uh, and again, if you go back and watch the film, it was just guys, you know, you've, you've talked about it before. Uh, it was guys not having their eyes in the right place and just falling asleep uh, and, and not covering the guy they were supposed to instead of looking in the backfield. Uh, and that's, Again, we, as coaches, we got to make sure our kids uh, execute uh, more consistently, and so that those are the areas we got to improve on. Uh, but 
you know, there, there were positives in that game. Uh, I was proud of our kids uh, for fighting. I was proud of our defense stopping the run in the first half pretty well. Uh, and like I said, we, we moved the ball uh, pretty well in the first half. I thought our quarterback uh, played a really good game. You know, he's he's made some mistakes, some youthful mistakes, and we, we got to teach him uh, and get better at throwing the ball away at times in certain situations. But he, he – through the ball, like his progression in the passing game uh, has came a really long ways. Uh, and I'm really proud of him and, and super excited about the future with him. Uh, and then, you know, Daniel Stanley played a really good game. Uh, we, we gave him a – we involved him in the game plan quite a bit. It was the first week he's really been 100% healthy since early in the year. Uh, so we could involve him like we wanted to, and he played well. And then uh, Trey Hull – uh, played an incredibly good game. Uh, Trey Hall has came a really long way in the time that we've been here. Really proud of him at corner. He's played he's played a great season. Again, he's a kid that's coming back. And so there were a lot of positives, and I was proud of our kids at, at the end for uh, sticking together. And, and we've had a great week of practice, and our our kids are resilient. Uh, and the, and we try to tell them on Monday, you know that like you said at the beginning, the you know, that game didn't turn out like it wanted, and this season hasn't turned out. The district season hasn't turned out like we wanted to. Uh, but we are close, and the kids feel that, and the kids know it, and we're, And the key is these next two weeks that we continue to get better. Uh, and so we're still really excited about the future, and our kids are too, and, and, and we're still in a good state program-wise. Again, I, I hate this season. This district season had turned out like we wanted to, but we, we can't go back in the past, and we just got to persevere. You know, that's that's the word of the week this week, perseverance. Uh, and so we got to persevere and move forward. So when you play teams, so this district is a is a nightmare of a district. Yeah, tough district. And when you play teams uh, like a Palestine that are um, as good as they are, right? the margin for our is very small yes sir and when you do things like and again like i said i think three two of the turnovers in the first half one was in the red zone one was in deep in their territory yeah. wasn't the red zone plus you come up empty in the red zone those are things that you just it, it's so hard to rebound from right when you're a young team and an under man team yeah, uh, you're exactly right, and the margin of error is the correct word. When when you're in this, when we're playing these teams in our district, uh, we have to for us to win these games and give ourselves a chance to win these games. We every and that's I, I marked 18 plays on Monday and showed the whole team uh, of on and it was 18 different uh, guys, uh, and it was 10 guys doing their job 100 percent. And one guy, one, one, and again, it was 18 different players, 18 different plays, one guy not doing his job. And just the difference uh, and, and where we're at to beat these people, it has to be every play you just do your job because you never know uh, when, hey, when me blocking this cornerback on the backside of the play uh, is going to, you know, 50 times I cannot block him, and nobody's ever going to know. Uh, but the 51st time, 
it might be the difference in a three-yard gain and a touchdown. Uh, and that's, that's, again, where we have to get as a program, where we're just all 11 guys on the field are 100% doing their job. Because, uh, again, football is the ultimate team sport, uh, and it, it's, it's such a great life-teaching sport. Uh, that's why we're so passionate about it. Uh, and so, anyway, uh, our margin of error is low. And, uh, again, we, we're not going to make excuses, and it's, it's part of it. we got to find a way as coaches. Uh, to win these games uh, and, and uh, you know again on Monday we explained to them uh, we, we show the district standings every week and talk about where we're at as a team uh, two of the four games uh, we felt like we've played well enough to win in the second half uh, the Chapel Hill and the Lindell game we were we had a chance to win those games in the second half uh, and if we do well we're talking about something totally different right now. And that's what, that's what we told the kids again on Monday too, is that understand how close we are. We just got to get over this hump. Uh, and again, I, I think we're close and uh, I, I know that we're going to get there. Uh, I, I can promise you that. I know we are. Uh, and I, I know these kids believe it too. So one of the questions coming into the season was about um, your lines. The offensive and defensive line. You made some changes on the defensive line and strategy. Right. You had brand new people on the offensive line. Um, it was even tougher this past week because the one consistent, <laughs> one constant has been your center. Yes. And you lost your center yeah. for this week, uh, for last week. Um, I'm going to say that I was um, actually kind of impressed with the way – uh, those guys played. You're coming in against a very physical team, a mm-hmm. very physical um, style of play, and particularly in the first half, I thought your guys on the offensive and defensive lines held their own. Yeah, I thought. You know, I thought we competed hard. Uh, you know, uh, our offensive line versus their defensive line. Uh, just if you put it on paper, uh, and you put their their size and their speed and their measurables versus ours. Uh, we were outmasted at every position uh, in, in that part of the game. Uh, but our, I, was, I thought our guys fought really hard. Uh, we were playing some kids due to injury that had not played in a game like that. Uh, and I thought our kids fought and played. Now, we, we lost some battles uh, just due to uh, they had really good players. Uh, and we didn't have great technique at times. And, again, it goes back to what you are talking about, our margin of error. When you're playing somebody that is more talented than you, you have to do everything 100% right to even give yourself a chance to be successful. Uh, and so, again, that that's what, as coaches, we got to focus on is finding ways for our kids to be really technical in areas that, that were outmatched, uh, but I, I was proud of our offensive line for fighting, and uh, you know we've gotten a little bit healthier again on the defensive line, uh, and so those, those guys done a good job. Uh, we 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 we've been bitten uh, at about every position, and we, we lost another defensive lineman. Uh, we didn't find out till Saturday, uh, but that's part of the game. Uh, so it seems like one of those seasons that you know it, it, we feel like one position's group's getting healthy and then right when you start thinking it uh it, it 
goes the other way. But we got to overcome it. Guys, step up. All right, so perseverance this week because yeah. Kilgore is coming to town, coming here to Brucefield. Tell us about Kilgore, Coach. Okay, before before I do, yeah. real quick, you talked about perseverance, and I just want I tell you what I told the kids on Monday is is because you know we, we put these words the week up, and a lot of times, like if you just said perseverance to the to our team in there, about ten of them would would really understand what you're talking about so we we break it i break it down for them when we talk about these purposeful words uh and so i i broke it down to them explained to them what that meant uh, and i just wrote the definition uh and i wrote steadfastness and again if you said the word steadfastness probably none of them really understand what that means uh i don't unless i look it up uh and do some research and so i explained to them hey steadfastness means purposeful determined and unwavering uh, and I'm, again, like that's where we're at as a program right now. Uh, do doing those three things, having a purpose, being determined, and unwavering. Uh, you know, most people when things go bad, uh, they can't persevere. They they want to give in to outside influences, to outside noise, uh, and so doing those things uh, end. Purposeful, determined, and unwavering in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Uh, and I told them, hey, that's 100% the 2020 Adams Horns where we're at. Uh, we, we, we expected and we planned to make the playoffs. It didn't happen. Uh, we've had some difficulty with injuries and some delays uh, in achieving, but we have to keep persevering as a program to, the, to, the, to these goals. And these seniors... Hey, you've put in six years of work into this program, uh, and we appreciate that. And you have a chance these last two weeks to continue helping this program getting better. And and for you to say in five years, hey, we were we were the class that that started off in that tough district and turned and started to turn the tide. Uh, and so again, that's. I wanted to kind of focus on that word and kind of how we explain to the kids about where we're at. And I, I think I think they understood once we really broke it down to them about what perseverance means. And that's, again, I, I, I think that's where we're at as a program. Uh, so to move on to Kilgore. Uh, Kilgore is 4-0 in district. Uh, probably one of the – I mean, not probably. Uh, they're one of the best teams in district, obviously, by their record. Uh, them and Lindell are tied for first place. Uh, so they present a great challenge. They're a complete football team. Uh, they, they're very, uh, they can beat you in multiple ways. They can run the football. They throw the football. They're about 50-50. Uh, they, they basically have a spread uh, similar to us. And then on defense, they're four-two-five, uh, and they, uh, they're. They don't have any weak spots. I mean, they're, again, a, a complete football team. And I feel like every week we talk about these teams and we're saying the same thing because we are all – every team in this district is really, really good. Uh, so they're, they're the same. All right, so for uh, Hornet fans, what, what should they – you know, you're talking about a 50-50 spread offense. Um, so what should they look for? I mean, do they have any, like – big-time players, anybody that's really the key to that offense. I mean, what you're, what you're actually describing to me right now, um, if I was coaching, would be a nightmare to me because I don't hear anything to key on. Yeah. 
No, they really don't. Uh, you know, they have a as far as their big time players, they they have a lot of really good players. Number two is one of their best receivers, and he also plays cornerback. Uh, his name is Donovan Adkins. He's a senior. He is a great football player. Number four, uh, number twenty-two, is their starting inside linebacker and also a starting outside receiver. So that kind of says something about his athletic ability. He starts at inside linebacker and then starts at receiver. Uh, he looks like a linebacker, runs like a receiver. Uh, that's a that's a nice combination if he, you can get it. Yeah, uh, and he is a he's also a senior, Brian Brown, uh, great football player, uh, and you know. They have their best defensive lineman, number 92, Brantley Probst, defensive tackle, very talented. Uh, you know, they're, they're talented everywhere, uh, and there's not really one place you can focus on and say, hey, we're going to shut this down because they're, again, like I said, a complete team. That does make it really tough because one of the things that you look for as a coach, one of the first things you look for is, okay, where can we attack? Right. Where can we attack? And it sounds like these guys – don't have a whole lot of spots. No, no, they're they're pretty complete. All right. So what's our what's our um, goals for the game? What's our keys to the game then? Yeah. You know, and number one, uh, like I said, is we've already talked about is uh, our mindset has to be right. Uh, we have, we have to have a great week of practice, and we have up to this point. Uh, but we have to do little things right, and we've already talked about that. Uh, and then number two. Not only do we have to do the little things right, you must, every player has to be consistent at doing their job. Uh, and that that's what we're looking for. Hey, I want you to tell me after this week that you can, and we, we grade them on, on these things each week, but that if every player grades out higher at doing their job they did last week, uh, then we've gotten better. And, and that's what we're looking for. Uh, no turnovers. Again, we've talked about turnovers biting us. Uh, we we got to take care of the football. We can't put it on the ground. Uh, and then finishing drives. Uh, and last three weeks, we have, we've been poor at doing that. Uh, and then lastly, we talked about we need to excel in all areas of special teams. We've been good in a lot of areas of special teams. So And we've had so much improvement from last year in special teams. Uh, you know, our kickoffs have been – our kickoff kickoff covers have been exceptional all year. Uh, you know, I don't think we've given up one past the 50, uh, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Uh, and so we, we've done a lot of great – our punt. Our punt has been really good. We faked two punts last two – or three punts in the last two weeks uh, and been successful. So we've done a lot of great things. But, hey, to, to have a chance to beat a team like Kilgore, you can't have any negatives. And last week, you know, we – Got a PAT blocked, uh, so we we have to be good across the board in special teams. So that, those those are kind of what we're focusing on, on keys to victory. And, uh, hope again, we told them like we we go to work, we have a great week, uh, and you go out there and you believe uh, our goal is to shock everybody, just like the Lindell week. Uh, no, nobody gave us a chance to win, and we had a chance to win that game in the second half, and that, that's our goal. Uh, if you got a chance to win in the second half, you got a chance to win. Uh, so that's that's our goal, and that's what we're going to try to accomplish. Yeah, the two big ones that stand out there to me, just from where you've been for the past, you know, couple three weeks, <clears throat> turnover margin, red zone offense. Yeah. You hit those two, and yeah. I think that uh, you're. Heck yeah. It, it, it's a different season. Right. 
All right, guys, Bruce Field, Friday night, 7.30 p.m., last home football game of the season. Um, and I want to say this, too. We have uh, done a really good job of just kind of not talking about it since the beginning of the year. But um, this is week nine, and Athens is playing. There's a yeah. lot of teams in our district and all around who have lost games, did not get to play, have had really odd uh, setups because of COVID. That hasn't happened to Athens. <clears throat> and so please come to the game Friday night. Come to Bruce Field uh, because for a lot of people in 2020, they can't do it. Exactly. And so come to the game, support these players. They're still working hard. We want to see you there, Coach. I'll be there. And we look forward to seeing you Friday night. Thanks, Michael. Appreciate you.